Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking drink. What is up? Welcome back to Tomahawked. I am your host, Rob Fox, joined as always by Dan Holloway. And I actually, I, uh, I feel really bad because I've been forgetting to do this for like, since we were in Miami. Um, but thank you to Big Dick Dinoff for getting me mm. this hat, this uh, Milwaukee Braves World Series 1957 hat. I wear it fucking constantly. You've probably seen it on the show, on like every show I'm on a million times. But uh, I've been forgetting to thank Big Dick Dinoff over and over again. Yeah, he's, we, he gave me one as well. Super nice. Yeah, they were dope hats. He And uh, your signed Dale Murphy jersey, we just have to go get it shadow boxed, which is both expensive and time consuming because we're nowhere near a what like fucking michaels or whatever yeah yeah and i'm not sure we're allowed back after having uh pete rose dennis robin and oj simpson jerseys framed at that point they're just they're not fan you you hope that at least with one of them i was like i don't think this woman knows who this person is that's and that's what you got to hope for out of michaels that is just a very artsy lady who's like oh fun yeah well you know we're doing our best here fortunately dale murphy's a mormon that i feel like that should have rounded it out a little bit yeah because i think isn't hobby lobby owned by mormons uh definitely some aggressive kind of, christians yeah they're 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 not fans of not christian people i, think. I mean they'll hire isis sometimes <clears throat> to go pick up some artifacts if i recall correctly oh is that real yeah they're, maybe they're stealing them from isis but yeah they were when isis took over the levant the hobby lobby was like sending people in to like get all the artifacts they could this is like the weirdest episode of indiana jones ever doesn't make any sense this belongs in a hobby lobby yeah uh but anyway we're here to talk about baseball today not indiana jones so let's get into it um first off nice little uh uh, double header sweep the other day and Mm. then uh, took care of business pretty easy against the rockies which i kind of you know it's um with a team like the rockies they suck. You can never really. It's like uh, you can never assume a double play. You can never assume a sweep. Sure. But I would very much be. I'll be very much disappointed if we don't just take all four. These guys are fucking hapless. Yeah, they're not great. Um, but you know, it's. I don't know. Sweeping a team is difficult. It's it is like it's. It is what it is. Yeah, and that's the thing about baseball. It's, it is. Um, I mean, we we lost two or three to the A's. Yeah, well, that I mean, that just happens with bad pitching sometimes. But you, it, it is truly an any given day kind of game. Like I don't, that's not true about. Um, I don't, I don't think it's true about football or basketball. It's certainly not true about the NBA. Yeah, it's you like could, you could have an any given day in like college basketball. Yeah, but the NBA, like, if a team loses to a worse team, it's mm-hmm. because they weren't trying. I think in the. Uh, and it, 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 to some degree, it is true in the NBA, but um, in baseball, one stellar or shitty performance from your pitcher can, you know, win or lose you a game without anybody else really having much to say about it. So, yeah. The yeah. thing is, though, is that I don't think Colorado has anyone that can do that. So it would have to be one of our guys shit in the bed. I mean, Ozuna's due for something stupid. That's true. Ozuna might accidentally like like spike himself. Yeah, or like somehow stab Spencer Strider in the head. 
just at, like just somehow you know what i mean mm-hmm. like breaks his bat walks back into the dugout trips falls bat handle right in spencer strider's temple i could see it I, it's it's always a possibility with marcelo zuna he's the worst i really don't like the fact that he's still on our team honestly i i would i was hoping we would have uh straightened that out by now but i guess we're just going to run with it uh i think so i saw people kind of talking about this the other day or i'm sorry it was a it was a blog post i read about braves potential moves for like the lineup or whatever and i just don't think we're gonna make any bat moves i don't know well it depends you know i don't think um the teams that have bats that i would want are doing too well Arizona and Pittsburgh specifically, so I'm not sure they're going to come up off of either of those people. Now, there is a kid in Oakland, um, but we've stolen so much from them already. I don't know how much more we can take. It's just at this point, point, (laughs) you might as well just be like, hey, Oakland A's fans, why don't you just become Atlanta Braves fans? Yeah, they should. Same letter on the hat. Uh, We have half your players. Mm. You might might as well. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to happen. for, I, it, mm, I don't know that there's a big enough upgrade out there. And then even if there is, got to find somebody to take. If, if you're trying to get rid of Ozuna, his con, he's still got another year on his contract, I think. Yeah. Well, and there's just the fact that he's hitting. So, I mean, they're not – in terms of production, they're not going to get him out of the lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, the only person who you could even remotely say is it, it, under threat potentially of leaving the lineup is um, – Rosario, mm. because we have a lefty righty platoon that's better at defense that could replace him tomorrow in Pilar and Hilliard. So other than that, I mean, you know, the lineup. I don't see any changes being made to lineup barring an injury. Probably not. No, um, but there there have been changes made about the order. Yes. So that was kind of the big news this week. Yeah, Matt Olson moved from second in the order down to fifth. Um, I mean, I get it, I guess. He strikes out a lot. Yeah, and that's kind of where I see the titles Matt Olson demoted. Uh, obviously, he wasn't demoted AAA, and I don't think moving to fifth in the order is necessarily a demotion. Um, but he is not necessarily – he's having a very good year still, but he's not necessarily doing what we thought he would do, which is um, – basically hit for a higher average than he's hitting for uh yeah i mean it's he's uh i don't know what his whiff rate was last year um but he's he's striking out a lot let's see 92263 he is he i think he leads the league in strikeouts if i recall it's 35% i mean that's insane yeah he that's too much like you got to put the fucking bat on the ball but you know honestly April and May, even May, where he took a bit of a downturn, um, average-wise, he'd struck out a little bit less and hit uh, one more home run. And I don't think the Braves or any other major league team is going to complain if you have eight or nine home runs and 20 RBI a month. No. Because eight home runs a month is 48 on the season, right. basically. He's, he's having a great year, but I think what they thought was he was going to – be more of a two hitter in terms of on base percentage, which is still roughly there. He's kind of top fifty in on base percentage in the league and fourth on the Braves. 
Um, three forty nine still kind of below what you I think you would want out of the two hole, but overall it's not an abysmal on base percentage. But he's essentially just he's not hitting like a two hitter. He's hitting like a five hitter. Yeah, uh, he is a five. He's not a two hitter. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it makes sense. I mean, I and we moved. Um, we moved Ozzy up there. That one is puzzling to me. He's he's never, I think, throughout his career, the higher he hits in the order, the the worse he does typically. And we've tried to put him there before mm-hmm. quite a bit. It was kind of a, the Acuna Albies when when we first started batting Acuna leadoff, Albies was I think the number two guy behind him for a long mm-hmm. time because we didn't want to move Freeman out of the three hole. But Ozzy, I think so. I don't know that Ozzy's going to stick in the two hole. I think they put him in the two hole yesterday for two reasons. One, uh, the pitcher lefty, was a lefty, yeah. so Ozzy Albies is like the best hitter in the league when a left hander's on the mound, and he can be turned around to the right side of the plate because he's a switch hitter. Uh, also, his numbers in June have just been fantastic in general, left or right. Uh, One seventy four WRC plus, slashing three twenty six, four eighteen, six thirty, four <laughs> homers, ten runs, eleven RBIs in thirteen games. Uh, including that game-winning fucking nuke against the Mets that he hit. Uh, he's just on fire right now, and I think they thought, he A, he's hit there before. B, he's probably one of the more flexible guys about moving around in the order. Um, but I think overall, he's we talked this before, overall, he's never been a big on-base percentage guy. Yeah. Um, but he's he's he might be the best situational hitter on the team. I right, In terms of being in the lineup every day, I absolutely mm. think so. I think the only... One you can make a better argument for is Darno being just the sort of guy who takes really good at bats at, at, at the right moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ozzy typically an excellent hitter. Well, I'm not at sh- knowing the situation. I'm not sure what's going on with Darno right now. He's not getting a lot of at bats. He isn't. It's it's odd. I mean, well, okay. I understand why they're trying to put Murphy in there as much as possible. Sure. I yeah, and I. But it's it, he's not losing at bats to Murphy. He's losing them to Ozuna. Yeah. And, I mean, I guess Ozuna's numbers have been through the roof in the last month, essentially, last, like, trailing 30. Uh, so I think there's just, you know, only so many ABs to go around since, specifically, Ozuna is so useless that he cannot play left field. Like, you cannot put him in left field, which means Darno either has to take Murphy out of the lineup, take Ozuna out of the lineup, um, and that's it. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I just don't like Ozuna. I think he's a terrible person. Yeah. I don't give a fuck how many home runs he hits. Every time I see his fucking stupid face, even if it's a positive outcome for the team, it makes me angry. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's a fucking idiot and kind of, it seems like a piece of shit. Um, I mean, it is what it is at this point. Like they're just, they're not. They're not going to cut him. Mm. Um, but yeah, Darno's not getting the ABs. I think Darno would be an ideal two hitter, though, if he was getting regular ABs. Uh, obviously, you don't want Ozuna in the two hole. Um, the other guys who are ahead of Ozzy, or I'm sorry, ahead of Olsen in on base percentage are Acuna, but he's staying where he is. And then it's Murphy and Arcia. Would you think about Arcia batting second <clears throat> at all? Um, yeah, I mean, I look, I like having him at the bottom of the order, too. To be honest, if it were me making the lineup, I think I would probably go um, uh, Acuna, Arcia, then Albies, um, and then have your corner guys four and five 
flip-flopped maybe if it's a lefty-righty kind of situation. But um, I think... And then Murphy down at six. I, yeah, I don't. I, I honestly, Austin Riley is not a four. Is not a three hole hitter at this point in his career yet. He's not consistent enough to be in that position. He has kind of taken a step back in terms of that because last year he was very much mm-hmm. like. Um, he was almost like Freddie Freeman esque, right? Like he, he had more. He had power, but he also was hitting situationally. Uh, this year, he seems to be more focused on power i guess you could say which is funny because his power numbers are way down yeah from last year so maybe focus on something else it's it's you kind of got to work backwards right Mm -hmm. like you just work on making good contact getting hits etc um arcia by the way is also hitting well over 300 i Mm -hmm. think like 320 something i think one reason like i said i don't think it's the on base percentage that is bothering them with olsen i think it's the batting average because ozzy i'm sorry ozzy uh Acuna is getting on base over 40% of the time. He's got an on-base percentage over 400, which means if he walks or just gets a base hit, there's a decent chance he's on second base Mm -hmm. considering how many bases he's stealing. At that point, you don't need Matt Olsen up there trying to swing the biggest fucking dick in the building, right? Like, you just need a fucking base hit. You need a guy that can hit behind the runner. Yeah. Which Arcia is pretty good at. Yeah. And so so is uh, Albies. But Arcia from the right side of the plate is particularly good at it. And I, I think that's what they're looking for. And then, you know, you can just keep moving the line and then three, four, five, six. Then you've got the power, right? Mm-hmm. You've, got the, uh, you've got the dudes who any, any one of them can hit the ball 400 plus feet. I, and I, 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 that to me is what, I'm, what I think I'm, I'm seeing here. I, it's really funny because, um, you know, you think batting average is like this dead stat. But they obviously... What Anthopolis and Snicker want is someone who's going to get a base hit. Yeah, I mean that's uh, well that for the two hole. Yeah, it makes sense. Like Freddie Freeman is a first baseman in the two hole. That's not common, but he's uh, he doesn't strike out that much, like a hundred, hundred ten times a year, maybe mm-hmm. something like that. Um, at this rate, I think Olson's probably going to strike out one seventy to two hundred, something like that. Right, it's way too fucking much for a guy that's batting almost always with runners on base, whether it's Arcia, Harris, or uh, Acuna. Um, and again, I don't think it's just the two-hole that's the problem. I think Austin Riley in three doesn't make sense to me. And historically in his career, it doesn't make sense either. So he's in the, in the three-hole, he hits a home run every 17.4 bats. Um, and in bats last year batted 235 in that position in the four hole um he hit a home run every 13.2 at bats and he hit 338 in that position and those numbers are carrying over into this year even though it's something of a smaller sample size between three and four he's hitting 252 in the three hole and 333 in the in the four hole Mm -hmm. that is where he fucking belongs and it doesn't like his his ops in the four hole is 916 it's 737 in the three hole um you know maybe it's a coincidence over the entire career right <laughs> but i feel like if you see those numbers on paper you got to do something about them and i'm hoping that they do because that, that he belongs in the four slot um so and then you know having um uh, uh olsen behind him you can't walk him to get right. to the next guy because olsen's going to hit a 450 foot home run I think you're still protected there. And then even Olsen in in the five hole, 
there's Murphy behind him. Right. If if they aligned it that way, right? So it's right, left, right, right in the heart of your order, and you still have all those crushers. Then you got all or uh, whomever else at the back end uh, of of your uh, of your lineup as well. At least Harris is going to be getting on base in because he's tearing it up now too. It is, and it is disappointing to see. And it might be just being from was was how much was Riley batting third last year? Was it most of the year? Uh, he hit. Um, let's see, he hit third for 400 of his at-bats okay. and then fourth for 200 of his at-bats. Okay, so b- b- two-thirds of the year he, he hit mm-hmm. third hole last year. He had fine numbers last year. Last year was actually his best season by WRC+, Plus, but he did regress in on-base percentage and slugging and batting average compared to 21 when he was uh, batting fourth, I believe, right? Um, yeah, so th- 392 of his at-bats in the four-hole and 21, 309, 904 OPS. That every single year of his career, he's been better batting fourth. Yeah, like what the fuck is going on with this team? That they make they, the Braves have historically made plenty of dumbass decisions, um, and right now they have more talent on their team than they ever have in the history of the franchise, and they're still making dumb decisions. Now, granted, it's in the middle of the season, but how can you look twenty one, twenty two, and so far this year consistently forty to fifty percent better? in the four hole than you are in the three hole and you're still hitting third why yeah what's the fucking purpose of that honestly if it was me i would say yeah i would say punt on riley in the three hole i would i would stack murphy at three and put mm-hmm. put riley four olsen five i don't really want to move murphy all the way down to six and lose those at bats yeah that yeah. the way he's hitting no he would be good in three and, um, um, especially by the way I, you know i think something that might uh, not last year so much but i wouldn't mind murphy in two to be honest same yeah, with the just with the way he gets on base mm-hmm. and makes contact and everything like that. I mean, he he would be an excellent two hitter. I, I think I think you just need to front load the the lineup with your on base guys, and then just put the da- the power danger uh, on the back half. Mm-hmm. Essentially, obviously one through nine. They're f- this is a fucking insane lineup. Um, even when you put secondary guys in, like Pilar, who had RBIs last night, or uh, Hilliard, who kind of exists i guess or or darno uh i mean any of those guys it's, it's good to go so but i i do like that they are thinking strategically with what is going on after ronald Acuna gets on base yeah kind of now i mean now yeah, yeah after fucking two and a half months but um yeah we'll see we'll see what's going on um <clears throat> the, there's uh there's a lot of season left and it seems like they've been mostly focused on pitching in the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Well, the lineup can kind of take care of itself. I think to a large extent to, yeah, to some degree, but I, I like you got to, your job as a manager is to put people in a position to succeed and looking at Austin Riley's career numbers where they're so much better in the four hole. Like there is, it doesn't make any sense to me. I, I just don't. The Braves have, the Braves coaches are. I'm sorry, the Braves managers have always fucking sucked. Always <laughs> like, tactically, they've been, yeah, they've always been terrible. Bobby Cox was the worst human being at managing a bullpen I've ever seen in my life. Freddie Gonzalez didn't know what he was doing. Uh, Freddie Gonzalez, I'm not sure can read. No, he he's a was he a bench coach in Baltimore or some, some shit now? Yeah, yeah. He he like that guy doesn't even belong in baseball. He should be filing paperwork somewhere. I do. It does feel like people who hire Freddie Gonzalez at this point are running a daycare for yeah. him. <clears throat> and Snitker has never been particularly good. 
at anything managerial except for being liked by all the players, which isn't necessarily your job, bud. I mean, um, keeping the clubhouse. I, he, him and Cox are both good clubhouse guys. They keep the clubhouse. They keep people focused, calm, f- etc. Which is makes for good regular season teams. It does. Yeah, I mean, and that. But Tony LaRusse is a cunt. That's why he's got four <laughs> world titles. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a. That's just the difference. He won. Let's see. Where did four? He won right. Two in St. Two Louis. in St. Louis and two in Oakland, I believe. Or no, just one in Oakland. Yeah, Eighty-nine. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So he didn't win one with Chicago, right? He wasn't no, there no, yet. No. That was yeah. uh, was that Ozzie Guillen? Yeah, mm. he was with. He won one with the Cardinals the year after uh, the mm. White Sox won again. Yeah, but that's how you win multiple titles. You're <coughs> a fucking hard ass. <laughs> like, uh, um, is Bochi a hard ass? Yes. Yeah. He's, I mean, look seems, at his mustache. He seemed pretty gruff. Yeah. You don't you don't rock a mustache like that unless your ass is hard. Okay. Meanwhile, Dusty Baker is the nicest guy in the world. Just got his first World Series last year. After ninety years in baseball, yeah, <laughs> right. maybe maybe that's the lesson, right? <laughs> um, I don't know, uh, but anyways, yeah, it's the, these are all first world problems the Braves have. They they, cer- they certainly are, and I think the one last thing I'll say about Riley and his batting in the four hole, I do wonder if he has regressed. Because uh, with Acuna and Freeman in front of him for um, well, Freeman specifically hitting in front of him, uh, you know he was batting with someone on base more, mm. and now with Olson he's batting with someone on on base less frequently. I guess maybe yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, I mean that could be something to it, but who knows? Uh, next up, the Braves are committing white genocide. They're murdering baseballs. Yeah, well, the baseballs are white. Yes, with a little bit of red in them. Uh, yeah, but that's like from inappropriate relationships, I think. True. I think it's it's just enough red to get free college, mm-hmm. though. Um, the Braves, according to Jared Carabas, have hit 20 home runs of at least 430 feet. The next closest team is 14 with the Rockies, and they hit 13 of those 14 at Coors Field. I swear to God... Every- that home run that Acuna hit in Detroit the other day, mm-hmm. could 460 feet look more effortless? Like, it's fucking insane. When Solaire murdered that baseball in the World Series, that was a violent swing, right? Like, that he fucking... It, it was not effortless. It was beautiful and wonderful, but, like, he was violent with it. Acuna just puts the barrel on the ball and it's like it's a fucking bouncy ball you get out of a machine at pizza hut yeah yeah some guys um i i remember this from going to uh uh like major league tryout camps and stuff when i was in high school so Mm -hmm. i started in as a freshman i started getting invited by the reds and some other teams and just uh you know you show up and it's like a summer camp, there's a million dudes there. Um, and you can always tell who performed well by who the scouts would pull aside at the end um, and and discuss things. But they used these, this is in the late 90s, mid to late 90s, so they were using these composite wooden bats. They weren't, uh, it wasn't just like a piece of white ash or oak or, or maple or any of that stuff. It was um, like shredded wood and then they, pressed it back together somehow with some kind of epoxy, I guess. I don't know what the fuck it was. Yeah. But it sounded and performed more or less like a wooden bat. It just didn't break because they didn't want to fucking have 
idiot high schoolers out there breaking bats all day. Yeah. Um, but you could tell, like, some guys would get into the batter's box and start taking swings, and the sound was just different. Yeah. It w- it sounded like a fucking, it sounded like an explosion every time they hit the fucking ball. Like the sound barrier being broken, fucking uh, uh, sonic boom. Yeah, I, I, it, it, it was just different. Whatever it was, it was different. And, um, you know, Acuna has always been one of those guys. Um, and that's always been kind of the rub for me with him is, like, yeah, you're more talented than anybody in the league except for maybe Otani and uh, maybe put a little effort in, right? Um, and I think I think missing all that time, I think specifically missing a World Series title mm-hmm. uh, fucking got him – it shook the cobwebs loose, I guess, if you want to call it that. Like, hey, you got to take this shit seriously, dude. Um, and he's been on a fucking warpath this year. That ESPN article that they had a couple weeks ago was pretty pretty heartbreaking. Like reading about him, just like being in bed, like crying for weeks. His mom just on the side, like giving him whatever Venezuelans eat, uh, chicken probably. Yeah, I don't know. Yes. Yeah, just like giving him food and mm-hmm. just being like, it's okay, it's okay. And he's just like having the worst time of his life, literally probably. Um, I really sounded like from that story. It's a great. You can Google it. Uh, came out probably a month ago, three weeks ago. Great article. Uh, highly recommend reading it. That really did sound like that changed him mm-hmm. and made him, you know, as mature as a twenty-five-year-old could be, more or less. Um, but I mean, goddamn. And then you've got you know. I know we just talked not necessarily shit on him, but uh, Olson. Like that is just a free and easy sweet. He the heat that home run he hit last night. I've never seen someone hit it to that part of the park before. Yeah. I didn't even see it. I heard it. So I was cooking. Yeah. Um, I think I was making bread, actually. But I heard it and immediately looked up. I'm like, oh, shit. He hit the Christ out of that ball. Uh, I think that's exactly what I said, too, because Joel started laughing at the way I was talking. Um, uh, man, he really got on that one. That was, uh, that was a shot. But it doesn't look like he swings very hard. No, it doesn't. Like, he swings pretty easy, too. And uh, granted, he is at least, like, a giant man. He's not necessarily like McGuire Jack, mm. but he's just like long and strong. Um, and then the one he hit the other day, do you remember in the LCS in uh, 21 when Jock hit that fucking bomb yeah. off Scherzer? Yeah. And I, I remember watching that and being like, I don't think I've ever seen someone hit a ball that far into the chop house. Mm-hmm. Olsen puts him on the roof like regularly. Pretty now. routinely. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting for him to really get a hold of one because I think he can hit it completely out of the stadium probably. Agreed. I mean, that's completely out of the stadium is going to be like 480, probably something like that, based on yeah. the, because the, he had one that was 478 and it landed about, a th- uh, it was like a third or two or a half of the way on top of the building out there. Yeah. So I figure another 10 feet or so, that'll probably do it. That would be interesting to see. But yeah, he's a, he's 6'5", he's a big dude. And then, I'm trying to think, uh, damn it, so he said someone else had a couple too, uh, Carabas did. I'll fucking look it up real quick. Um, I can't remember. On top of the chop house or just... Just uh, over 430. Mm. Like dudes who were just crushing balls, essentially. Vlad Guerrero, maybe? No, I meant just with the Braves. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, four, over 430. Uh, that's a good question. I wonder who it is. Uh, here we go. Let's see the thread here. Um, okay, so Ozuna also has four. Mm. Um which he sucks, but, um, you know, he does hit the Christ out of the ball when he actually decides to connect with it. Uh, yeah, Acuna has seven. Ozuna has four. Olsen has four. 
Um, and then the other, our old friend, Jorge Soler, has five. Yeah, of course. I mean, that, but he swings hard as fuck every single <laughs> yeah. time. It's not a free and effortless swing with him. He's 6'5 and like 245, maybe, uh, maybe 240. And he swing, he screws himself into the ground on every single swing. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I, I loved watching it because it's just mm-hmm. funny and like, and fun. I love, I will always love Jorge Soler. Yeah. It's, it's honestly breaking my heart. Every, every day I see him hit a home run, my heart breaks a little bit because I'm just like, I want you back. We have the wrong giant man on our team. It shouldn't be Ozuna. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Lair, though, I mean, he really does swing just like totally violently. And, and, and so does um, Ozuna, for that matter. Mm-hmm. Ozuna swings out of his fucking shoes, too. Um, but yeah, man, I, it, it's funny to me. I, I, and I, I kind of, the only thing that bothers me about this is that like, I hope it's just incidental. Because I really, there's no actual value to hitting a ball 450 feet. Yeah, no. As opposed to 400 feet. No. So well, that's what, um, what's his fucking name? I think it was Dan Ugla used to talk about that back in the day. He was like, I'm small, so I'm just going to swing as hard as I fucking can every single time because the only value I'm going to have is hitting home runs. It's like, all right, cool, man. I mean, it worked for a couple of years. So. It did, yeah. I mean, he got he did all right. You you can, although that one year for the Braves, what fucking, he did hit about 30 home runs, but he also hit like 198. It was essentially like all of his hits were home runs. Yeah. Just a fucking nightmare. 179. He oh, had 22 geez. home runs. But that was the that was the last year, the last productive year he had. We, I think the Braves traded him the following year. Man, I was so hyped when he made that Dan Ugly trade. Mm-hmm. I was like, here we go. Well, the first year, he hit uh, 233, but he had 36 home runs. You take that every day, yeah. Especially out of it, and he and for what it was worth with Ugly, I always felt bad for him. Uh, his defense was terrible, also. Yeah, very bad defender. He should have been a, like a DH or a first baseman. Um, but God bless him. Always ran down the line. Which honestly, he stole a couple base hits. Like he hurried, he hurried infielders up because uh, he busted his ass down the line. Now, granted, it doesn't matter when you're hitting one seventy nine, but yeah. It is what it is. But yeah, it's I think is really what this is a product of is they I it it seems to me that the Braves have done what Billy Bean used to do in the past, which is they found one hitting statistic that they really liked and they honed in on it. And for this one it appears to be exit velocity or barrel rate or hard just something where the balls hit as hard as it could be mm-hmm. possibly fucking hit. That's what they want. Dudes who knew yeah. balls. I mean Especially now, without the shift, it makes sense. Hit the ball hard and just, what, what else can you really do? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, I mean, you can hit the ball 115 miles an hour into mm. the shift, but if somebody's fucking there, somebody's fucking there. It's a professional. You're not going to, it's like kicking a ball out of goalie's chest, right? Like, yeah. What do you, it's going to get stopped. It doesn't matter, matter how hard you fucking kick it, dude. Like, it's, he's not going to fly back into the goal like it's a fucking cartoon. No. Um, but, yeah. I think I think that's interesting. I think that's a it's fun and it's good. Sh- it's a good show, right? To see Olson and Acuna nuke mm-hmm. baseballs, even though it still counts for the same amount as a guy who squeaks it over the wall. But um, I think that's I think it's an interesting product of the fa- that they and further proof that they really fucking honed in on hard hit balls. That's what they wanted. The same way Bean wanted launch angle or something like that back mm-hmm. in the day, and then before that, obviously on base percentage. Um, 
Before we move on, we do have a sponsor that is mybookie.com. Go to mybookie.com today and use the promo code Drinking Bros where you can double your first deposit up to $1,000. So if you put in $1,000, they'll give you a free $1,000 to play with. You put in 50 bucks, they'll give you a free 50, whatever. Doesn't matter. It's where we do all our gambling. We've got the US Open going on right now. Uh, Delco Dan has his picks in. Uh, I cribbed a few from him just to buy a couple lottery tickets for the for the Open. Uh, I've been betting baseball parlays. I keep missing by fucking one, dude. The goddamn Cincinnati Reds coming back against the Dodgers. I think scoring three runs in the bottom of the ninth cost me a fucking $1,000 the other day. I only, I only lost $50, but no. cost me the possibility of $1,000, which was goddamn inferior. Like, I didn't even keep checking the scores. Like, the Dodgers are up three. It's going in the ninth. We're fucking against the Reds. I don't give a shit if Ellie De La Cruz is playing or not. Yeah, yeah. But... Is what it is. I'll probably bet some more. Uh, actually, I want to look at the scoreboard. There's some good. I like it when there's really lopsided series going on. Braves, Rockies are one of them. Um, that's that's juicy. Uh, Orioles, Cubs, not a bad matchup there. Um, even though uh, I don't like today's pitching matchup. Actually, Cole Irvin has a seven eight five ERA. Hendricks is pitching pretty well. Um, let's see. Rockies, Braves. I like uh, Angels, Royals. Love that. Um, the Reds have been kind of hot. They're playing the Astros in Houston. I don't know if I how I feel about that. Um, yeah, those are that's a toss up for me. Yeah. Uh, the Rays in San Diego tonight with McClanahan on the mound. I'll take the Rays, and then um, I take the Mariners. White Sox Mariners. Yeah. Easy. Even though the Mariners are throwing their worst guy out today. Ten year uh, Yeah, but he, that's in limited time. The the White Sox are fucking terrible. Oh, here's one I like. Uh Diamondbacks at home against the Guardians with Gallon on the mound. Uh yeah, that's that's pretty good. That's a good win. Uh the the Indians have been trending upward lately, I think, but they're young. They don't have a whole lot of pitching. Yeah, I mean, and they're four games under five hundred, and the Diamondbacks, to their credit, will not go away. They have uh, Gallon, who actually has dropped off a little bit. I would not call him the Cy Young front runner anymore. Uh, ERA over three, kind of been kind of cold lately. Mm-hmm. Um, but Corbin Carroll certainly going to get MVP votes, I think, this year. Yeah, he's uh, he's an interesting character. That guy, he's he's uh, he's fast as fuck. Yeah, and his numbers over the first. I think hundred games of his career are commensurate with Mike Trout's, although he's two in it. He's like two years and a month older than when Trout came up. Than when he came up, yeah. But still, um, he didn't. He didn't have the benefit. Like he missed an entire year of minor league baseball because there wasn't minor league baseball his first year, right. which is twenty twenty. Uh, so very impressive, dude. He's going to be a star in this league for some time to come. If he doesn't win MVP this year, he probably will at some point. And I, yeah, I'm kind of at the point now where I don't think the Diamondbacks are going away. Mm-hmm. Like, I think they're a playoff team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, as much because of themselves as um, the fact that the Padres have just fucking sucked this year, they're still bad. They're, yeah. I mean, they haven't. The, the Giants have been on a decent run lately. They pushed themselves up over 500 for the first time this year. Padres are still two games under five hundred, seven and a half out of the West. Um, I I don't know. I mean, look, it's still only middle of June, but they're they're struggling right now. And I don't a team like that. They have the highest payroll. It's like two hundred eighty three million dollars or something like that. What moves are you going to go make 
to get this right. right. I, I don't know what the fucking plan is. And it's, but. it's not like their pitching staff stinks either. The Padres, like, I mean, they, they've got dudes. Like, they've, uh, I mean, you Darvish is, you know, kind of over the hill, but not terrible. He's going mm. tonight. Uh, Musgrove, Snell. That's not the worst top. That's a serviceable top three. And then, yeah, you're, I mean, look, just it's essentially the Padres are, the Padres are proof that just because you write checks doesn't mean you're a, a, a competent front office. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know what they're reminiscent of, even though this team, I guess, did eventually win a World Series. Um, it's kind of like the 04, 04 to 08 Yankees. Mm. You know what I mean? Just writing checks. Yeah. Not really bu- doing smart team building, just bringing anyone in they could, essentially. Yeah. And, I mean, it's not... Maybe it's just a coincidence. Well, Tatis was out for a while, um, and he's crushing now. He, yeah, he's he's slugging five fifty five. You can live with that uh, on base percentage of three fifty, basically. Um, but Soto has struggled. He's kind of turned it around a little bit lately. Still getting on base well, but Machado and Bogarts are both having right now the worst years of their career, basically. Yeah. Um, and that's your three, four guys, guys who account for like $65 million in payroll. Um, they're both simultaneously having the worst years of the career. And then it gets uh, – Cronenworth is a decent player, but he's on the slide this year as well. And their lineup gets real thin <laughs> after one through four. I mean, right. real thin. Like Hans Kem is good, um, uh, but probably should be hitting eighth or ninth in the lineup. He's hitting fifth. Um and then you have 43-year-old Nelson Cruz um, and Trent Grisham and Aaron Nola are all hitting under 200. So it's like, all right, cool, man. You know, there's a lot. I, now that you mention it, there are a lot of dudes at third base who have been studs in the past who are having trash years mm. this year. Uh, Arenado, surprisingly bad year at third. Machado, like you said, unfortunately, Austin Riley, uh, pretty down. Now, Bregman's been down for a couple years, but he's still having a pretty mid-ass year, 240, 338, 382 slugging percentage, Jesus Christ. Uh, Raphael Devers is hitting 247. Mm-hmm. Granted, he, has, he does have 17 home runs, so credit where credit is due, but that's basically all he's doing. His Raphael Devers' on-base percentage is 301. Mm. So he's, yeah. Uh, and then, you know, like the top two guys, Jose Ramirez and Matt Chapman and wins above replacement for third baseman. They're excellent. They're still playing excellently. Uh, but everyone else in the top, I mean, it's, it gets pretty grim, pretty fast for third base this year. Um, interestingly, but is what it is. Uh, so yeah, Padres, who the fuck knows with them, man. But yeah, I will, uh, lock that in and, uh. And put that in the group. Um, I'll put a put a uh, uh, my bet in the group. Anyway, uh, just a couple injury updates and uh, possible moves um, going on with the Braves. Not a lot of news aside from the, the lineup stuff. Uh, Max Freed has been throwing since May, but still not off a mound. So he's. I think they're just working him back slow. Mm-hmm. I mean, r- and then Kyle Wright has just been cleared to throw again, so he'll start throwing again. I don't know today, today or tomorrow or something like that. At this point, you're five games up. Mm-hmm. The filling, the guys filling mm-hmm. into the rotation, Shaver, um, everyone else. 
I mean, they're plugging the gap, and you're in the easiest part of your schedule. Yeah. There's is there's no there doesn't need to be any urgency right now. It's going to be hard to pull Schauber out of the rotation because he's he's got a point nine eight whip. Yeah. Now, granted, he's pitched against two of the worst teams in baseball <laughs> so far. We'll see how it carries over, but uh, you know, whip. I think he's still got problems with his command, and the fact that his whip is only .98 means um, that he's doing good situational pitching, getting double plays, getting pop-ups, and not letting runners advance and stuff like that. Well, um, and also just, I guess, probably you could say uh, keeping his cool, working deep <clears throat> into counts, right? He's not getting yeah. nervous when he's got two balls, three balls. Yeah, he doesn't seem to give a shit about any of that stuff. I mean, um, same thing with Strider. Uh, and Elder actually, they just well. Elder looks like he's he's red in the face all the time, so <laughs> kind of got used to it. But he doesn't really react negatively to to when things go poorly for him. No, um, I mean Elder is like an old pro mm-hmm. at this point. I mean he Elder has been pitching the way Elder pitches right now. He he's had to pitch that way his whole life. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's ever been the best pitcher on his team, or like certainly. Bryce Elder <clears throat> has never had the best stuff on any team he's ever been on. And I don't know if you noticed last night. They were calling it a changeup, but he's uh, Smith Shaver's throwing a splitter now. Okay. Um, I don't know why they keep calling it a changeup, but it's it's clearly a split finger fastball uh, or a fork ball or whatever he's throwing. I don't know if you notice on on a couple of his strikeouts, the ball is running hard and away from left handers mm-hmm. down and away. Yeah, that was not a changeup. That was a fork ball. Like if you, I watched the replay and his his fingers are split. Um, like okay, cool. Uh, you're 20 years old and you're already developing a fifth pitch. That's <laughs> something. <coughs> he was like a third baseman in high school, and all of a sudden, he's like, "Hey, you want to pitch?" I'll fucking take that in his yeah. senior year, right? It's like two, which was two years ago. All right, cool, That's man. Goddamn insane. He's 20, right? He can't yeah. even drink. He can't even go out drinking no. in the battery. Well, 11:20. He'll be, uh, yeah, he in November. So after the season. So technically, if they win the World Series, he will not. Yeah, it will not correct. be legal for him. To correct. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that's pretty funny. Although he's from Fort Worth, so I'm guessing he's done some drinking in his life. I have to imagine so. Um, but yeah, it's, it, that's nice. Kyle Wright hasn't been right all season. I think honestly, just the way that he's looked on the mound, it kind of seems like there's bone spurs in his shoulder or something like that Mm -hmm. or elbow maybe. Um, it wouldn't surprise me to not see Wright again for the rest of the year. Yeah. I mean, I think when he starts throwing again, we'll see, because if you're getting, they shut him down for a minute, let him come back, and it just irritated his arm again. That usually means there's stuff floating around in there, and you have to go get it surgically removed. Now, it's not that that in and of itself isn't necessarily a season-ending surgery, but in the middle of the year, it might be. Yeah, you know, we'll see. I don't know, um, but we're doing fine without him. I don't think it's there, again. There's no rush, especially Max will come back. Oh, yeah, Max will be back this year, no question. Um, so it'll be – our rotation is going to be Max Freed, Spencer Strider, Morton, Elder, and then Smith Shaver for a while probably unless Wright comes back. But then, you know, um, Soroka is doing well down at AAA again. Uh, yeah, I think he had six innings pitched, six Ks the other day. The real big blow to me right now is Chavez to the 15-day DL or IL. Or he does eat up a lot of uh, innings. He, he and he's been a high leverage reliever mm-hmm. this year too for us. I mean, it's just. I think they're going to need to try to make bullpen move. That that is the one place where I don't know if the line can hold. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
Like that just that bullpen just keeps taking blows. And or they're having guys having weird seasons, right? Like Minter looked electric the other day, but he's had weird games. Mm-hmm. Iglesias, a couple blown saves, um, which obviously Iglesias isn't, isn't going to be perfect, but um, the bullpen feels like the, sh- the shakiest front. And, you know, as much as I want him to make a move or something like that, um, there's I, ch- I looked today, there are 21 teams within four games of a playoff spot right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty – I mean, the, the bottom third of the playoff – um, pool is really fucking tight right and, now, but that's kind of what you should expect this point in the season. And also with the ex- expanded standings as well. And what's what's shitty though too is so obviously the Cardinals, Nationals, and Rockies they're cooked. I think the Cubs probably cooked as well. Uh, the problem though, and they're all more than four games out. They're five, eight and a half, eight and a half, nine and a half. Obviously, you can count out Oakland, Kansas City. Uh, Detroit, the White Sox, the Guardians. So maybe Klaus, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll actually deal him. Um, although, actually, I'm sorry. The Guardians are a lot closer in the standings. They are for now, but that won't last. They're they're weak Yeah, they're two, overall. two and a half out in the, in the central. I, I don't know. Hold on. Let me look at what Emmanuel Clause's annual Clause contract. Let's see what his contract is. I'm, sh- I'm guessing he's still on a rookie deal. Um, He's making 1.5. This year, when's his arbitration period begin? Oh shit! So he's in. Oh, he signed a, a longer term deal. So he's got, he's under team control through twenty twenty eight, and the last two years are both club options. Okay. Um, so they're gonna they're gonna want something in return for him, right? Something big. And um, look, th- we th- should we should probably consider it. Because he's gonna be, he's like a generational closer. Yeah, I'd be very down with that. Um, yeah, I mean, so what's funny is they're like a lot of these teams that seem like they're oh a little more out, like the Mariners, they're not gonna sell. Mm-hmm. Um, the Guardians would take a big price because they're still so close in the division. Um, so the, there's only really four teams to me in the American League that you could talk to right now, which is the Sox, uh, White Sox, Tigers, Royals, and A's, and then the National League. It's really just the Rockies, Nationals, and Cardinals. Um, because the two the Padres and Mets are f- pretty low down in the wild card, but they're not going to sell already. They they can't do that yet. No, with, I mean it, if it would be a coach or a manager getting fired, yeah, for that to happen, I think. And right? then and then you have uh, in the middle here, like the Reds, they're not going to do that to their fans. Punt on a season when they're two and a half games out of a wild card. Yeah. They they they. I mean just. For the sake of keeping asses in seats, they're not going to do that. Right. And the Phillies the same way. They're a half game, one and a half games. Well, the Phillies should not be selling at all anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, after that, like it really is. There's not a lot of teams to me that are going to be sellers now or for a fucking while. So I don't know. It, man, it's going to be it's going to be hard. I think the Cardinals might sell. They will. I They, sh- they have to. I think Gallegos and even uh, Helsley might come up uh we i well helsley's on the il and i don't think he'll play for us and i don't think we want well we're gonna want him to play for us why is that uh he was the guy that uh got us to stop doing the chop in 2019 mm. why he said we were racist because he's like part native american oh so he's a white dude yes. whose ancestors raped native americans and now he's taking umbrage with people who 
do choppy things. Uh, he did grow up in Oklahoma. He might be more Native American than I. Yeah, Helsley's definitely a Native name. <laughs> the fuck out of here. Uh, but uh, Tyler O'Neill, he's he's been banged up this year. I don't I don't want Tyler O'Neill. Yeah, uh, he's he hasn't looked that good to me. No. Um. Yeah, I don't know that they have anybody on their team that I would really want. Maybe Gorman. Um. But he's primarily an infielder and a DH, and we don't need either of those things. Although, you know, if, if the Cardinals were willing to do a one-for-one swap for Gorman and Ozuna, I would do that all day. Yeah. And and pay all of Ozuna's salary. Just give me the other <laughs> dude, and you get the fuck out of here. Because Gorman's going to be a really good Major League Baseball player. He already is. Strikes out a lot, but um, he makes more contact than fucking Ozuna does. Yeah, I I don't... I don't need Marcelo Zuna anywhere in my life, but the Car- the Cardinals do. I mean, uh, Gallegos. I guess if you wanted to take a flyer on Jordan Hicks, somebody's going to have to teach that kid to pitch at some point. Yeah, uh, although we're not really in teaching mode, right? Like it's that's not really what we want at this point. No, we need a shutdown setup guy right now. Yeah, I mean, Grant, look, Hicks throws fucking two hundred miles an mm-hmm. hour, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. We'll see how it develops. There's about. You're not going to see a whole lot of trades made until that period between the all-star break and the trade deadline. Um, and I think, you know, rightly so, the Braves just kind of want to let the dust settle a little bit, see how the rotation rounds out, um, see if some of the successes are maintained and some of the failures are maintained as well. Like, it, you can't just keep running uh, uh, Rosario out there in left field it's getting well past time to to i to for me to switch to that platoon of pilar and and hilliard Mm. i mean honestly for the defense alone you're probably going to get more value before even taking into account the fact that they both do hit well yeah i mean eddie's been hitting well yeah this uh pretty much since the middle of may he's been hitting pretty well um but the defense is bad it's i don't know what his defensive war is but it can't be good i'm sure it's bad i mean he doesn't do anything well he he doesn't have great range he has no arm mm-hmm. uh and then it's negative 0.3 right now which isn't that's, that's not as bad. that's not as bad as i thought it would be to be honest yeah but i think it but, does it does weight position mm. right so negative 0.3 and left is not no, uh, he would be he if he played the exact same, but in right field, it would be quite a bit yeah. lower, I think. If I, were, I I think, but yeah, I I am worried about the bullpen, not necessarily like tomorrow or tonight, mm-hmm. but cumulatively, can it hold for a month? Can it or however long? Like that's that's what worries me because if that falls, I don't know. You start dropping a couple extra games. Um, Maybe that puts more pressure on the rotation. It's just a, it's not necessarily like a keystone piece, but it, it can cause serious ripples. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. The good news is, I think the best news actually of the past week or two is uh, Michael Harris. Yes. Finally found his stroke again. He struggled a little bit. I mean, he struggled mightily in May. He was hurt most of April, a little bit of May, and then he comes back. I don't know if his back was still tight, you know, because it's like that sometimes. Yeah. Um, but it, what it seemed like it was his approach sucked, and he was getting out ahead 
um, of things too much. You know, you win Rookie of the Year, you start pushing, start trying to be an MVP, a lot of pressure. I mean, you're hitting ninth, so maybe just calm the fuck down. I know, yeah. Uh, there's literally no pressure on you. Uh, and, you know, the good news is, is his defense never wavered. But so far in June, um, he's doubled, over doubled his home run tally. He's hitting 327. OPS is 924. That's kind of what I expect out of him. Yeah. I expect him to be somewhere between 280 and 320, to be honest. Um, uh, the slugging percentage is high 571 for a center fielder. That's pretty good. That's incredible. Um, so, yeah, we'll see how. Uh, see how it goes with him. He still doesn't walk very much. Um, so, you know. Yeah, you definitely I, like to see more of that. Especially, I mean, because he's got Acuna behind him, right? Yeah. Um, but then again, you know, I want – he's a young guy. I want him to be – with Acuna behind him, I want him to be aggressive. Yeah. Because you're going to get a lot of fastballs. Um, and he's – to be honest, you're talking about the bullpen being able to carry the weight and stuff like that. When he does well – that means that there's no fucking place to hide in that lineup, which you'll see. I, I guarantee you, if you looked at trends, um, the better he does um, on base wise, the better the guys around him probably do as well, just because, you know, it puts more pressure on the pitcher and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, RC is already raking out of the A hole. Mm -hmm. If if you got hair, uh, well, he's been doing that all year, right? So if you get Harris at nine protecting Arcia, yeah. and then you know turn back around, to a, I mean that's a nightmare. That's a fucking night. That's this lineup is obscene. God, I love it. Mm -hmm. It's rare that I enjoy watch. There's been way more seasons, way more seasons where I've enjoyed watching pitching more than hitting in my years as a, as a Braves fan. This and 2003 are the two definitive years where I have enjoyed watching the lineup mm -hmm. more than the rotation. Yeah. I mean, it, but even this year, the rotation is pretty fun to watch. Oh, yeah, 100%. Like Elder Strider and now Smith Schauber are all fun to watch. Uh, and then even Max, when he's, uh, when he's in the lineup, hopefully he'll be back soon. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, I'm I'm interested to see how the bullpen does. But there's I don't know what moves you're gonna be able to make right now. Uh, maybe you can get another domestic abuser in Araldis Chapman, out yeah. of Kansas City. He's throwing yeah. gas again. Yeah, maybe. I mean, just make the all fucking DV team. <laughs> Why not? Uh, well, that's all I got for today. Yeah, that's good. Idea.